0: Welcome to the Ape Talks. As always, this is your host, Mr. Ape. And I hope you enjoy the 21st installment of me talking to someone else. And this time we have a young man named Ahmed. A very interesting young guy that I just briefly met. How are you doing, Ahmed? I'm good. So I was asking you about the topic earlier about of mortality and the meaning of, I guess you could say the meaning of existence. And you told me, according to Freud's theory, there are only two reasons, true pure natures that you mentioned, sexuality and aggression, right? Exactly. You were justifying to me, but I didn't really, I wasn't, to be honest with you, I wasn't able to fully 100% grasp your justification to why you believe Freud is correct, to have that assumption there are only those two pure instincts that we have. Why, Why is it just those two?
1: Because it's all we need to continue. It's like, Let's talk about immortality. What makes us go on on life? How do we continue to exist? Immortality is out of the question. We're going to die eventually. And we are, the, we are the only race. I don't know how to say it in English. Try in I mean, Arabic.
0: I'll uh, translate. Don't worry yeah,
1: about and that. That. What's Fasili in I
0: don't English? know. My Arabic is not that good. Okay. Uh. We are
1: <laughs> the only like species okay. on earth that uh, knows that we're going to die. Look at animals. When a carnivore attacks a prey, it runs. It runs because, in my opinion, because thinks, okay, let's say it thinks that it, it can survive death. It can overcome death. So it runs from the predator. But as humans, we know that we are going to die. Knowing that we are going to die, we have to find another way of remaining. How do we do that? By reproducing. By reproducing, we continue on existing in a certain way. So that for continuing to existing. Sorry about my English. Don't worry about it to continue to continue to exist we need to re- reproduce and to reproduce we only need two instincts sexuality and aggression aggression because we need to fight for a mate so can we be accepted by this mate so can we reproduce and continue on living on this earth i think that's what freud meant by the only two instincts that we need to survive are aggression and sexuality
0: all right let me ask you another question so from a like an entire race perspective it makes sense to why we want to keep surviving right so the race keeps living but why does an individual let's say for example Ahmad yourself wish to continue this process why would what is the incentive to ahmed for example to continue this process to pass this to, to pass his genes, to partake in sexuality, to partake in aggression, in order to maintain this process.
1: Okay, because we can't, we can't take the truth that it's all for nothing. It's all going to end anyway, in a way or, or another. And we can't take it. We, we always have to tell ourselves that it is for something. We are doing this to achieve something, to be at some point as a timeline is extremely large we know that we will not it's most probably that we will not be able to be living at that point where it's all gonna make sense and it's all gonna end up that ah okay that's why it all happens that's why i've been living these past years that ah okay ah oh that, okay i know now why i've been living these years so we can take We can't take the truth that it's all for nothing, or at least we don't know why we are living. So we need to survive in a way. And this way is that we have to reproduce. It's not only about genes, it's about our mentality. When we have kids, we teach them how to live. We teach them what's wrong, what's right. And by teaching them what's wrong, what's right, we're teaching them our way. And our way is us. For us to keep on living, to keep on existing. That's why we need to reproduce.
0: But you mentioned earlier, you think the future, the future steps is that eventually we can't care about that, right? We, we, we can't care about, what was the thing you said we can't care about? We, we all have to adapt and it's the next step. Remember, what, yeah. I, what was I talking about? What were we talking about?
1: We were talking about uh, leaving our ins- our basic instinct as aggression and sexuality. Leaving those behind and stepping into the next step of evolution, let's say. What a human being will be and what the shape of humanity will be. To reach that, we have to leave our instincts behind. So, to achieve the next level of evolution, of human evolution, we need to understand that it may all be for nothing or it may be for something that we can't really grasp. So to leave those ideas behind, we need to evolve above the idea that we need to reproduce or we need to carry on or we need to stay at life in a way or another. So to achieve our next step in evolution, We need to leave those ideas behind.
0: Why do you think it's scary to leave those ideas behind?
1: I don't think it's scary as much as it's difficult. Mm. Going against everything your genes tell you to how to react, how to act, how to be, it's difficult. It needs some major mutations in our genes.
0: Have you ever felt like you've personally struggled with this?
1: Yeah. Every time I have a hard time, I think to myself, I'm being, uh, I'm having a mutation to keep surviving, to, to keep on.
0: Do you think it's a mutation or it's always been there? It's always been an inclination to do that because you've, you've, you've done that for so many millions of years that your DNA has made it to where you are today.
1: Yeah. um, It's always been there but also the mutation is happening at the present it's always been happening at the present it's always been there that we need to survive we need to continue uh, no matter how no matter uh, what the mutation is being it's always been there that we have to survive even if we if we get to a point where this mutation will be in paradox with being I don't know if this makes sense, but it's how I see it.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting perspective. It's like
1: closing the loop, you know? Everything is a, a loop. Everything is revolving around something. So to be revolving around existence, you'll have to eventually be at the starting point. After a long journey, for human beings to go through a long journey for millions of years for millions of mutation to end up deleting ourselves or deleting the i deleting our personality not aiming to achieving immortality not not aiming to achieving to be it's the end point where we okay say okay that's it we just have to live the time we have to live and that's it
0: it's a bit scary to be honest um when i the way i see it, scary is you have to like you said you have to say goodbye to i to the person you are now right it's how you've been existing how ahmed came to be was one person had to give himself his sperm to an egg and move on and that person had to say goodbye to himself eventually and go to somewhere i don't know where that person went and then the next person came, and the next person came, and the next person came. And the cycle continued, right? Exactly. It's, it's a cycle, yes. But is your soul in the cycle, or does your soul go away? You know, what do you think happens? It on depends the
1: on how you define soul. We are, we are a mind that controls a body. Where's the soul in that equation? The personality... The personality its the chemical reaction that happens in your mind. Depended on the years you've been living. On how you've been taught. Or how you've been experiencing life. If you want to call that a soul, okay. It's the soul, but it ends when you die. Because the reactions, the chemical reactions, or the physical or electrical reaction that happens in your mind will stop. The moment you die. So when that stops, you stop. You stop of being. And that's it.
0: Yeah. What do you think is so scary about death?
1: It's about death? It's extreme. Mm. It's something that we don't know. It's like the number zero that you always... In your life, in your daily life, you see it a million times, the number zero, zero. But what is zero? Zero is nothing. We can't grasp nothing. We can't <laughs> imagine nothing. Try to imagine nothing. Can you? It's very difficult. It's not just difficult. It's a, It's it's impossible.
0: I think it's impossible. Yeah,
1: we can gr- We don't have the reference for zero there's always something there's, there's always something even when you when you imagine vacuum or when you imagine nothingness you you imagine nothingness but surrounding that nothingness there's something
0: if zero doesn't if zero is just if there's always something right then how does zero exist as an abstract concept it
1: it, it existed it, well it's a. uh, uh like invention. Yeah, yeah, it's an invention. Zero. To to say that one minus one, it's zero. Okay, it's zero. But ultimately, what is zero? You can't achieve zero. You can achieve nothingness. Even vacuum isn't nothingness.
0: It's a lack of maybe particularly something. Like I remember in math, let's say... Uh, Jack has four chickens, he sells four chickens, it's he, doesn't zero. Have any, he doesn't have any chickens. Yeah,
1: f- so it's zero chickens. It's not zero. Yeah. Zero is so extreme, it's like, like that. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Nothing, yeah. It's space. It, it, yeah, we, we can't grasp it, we can't see it, we can't touch it, we can't feel it. Everything that humans have experienced, everything that humans have been taught, it's something through experience. If it's not through experience, it's through books, it's through education. Zero has never been experienced. The nothingness, the the ultimate zero, the ultimate nothingness has never been experienced. And it's impossible for us. Because it's always something. Because it's always, if if there's nothing, it's always there is I, there is me, there is the calculator. So it's never hmm. zero. So that's death. What's scary about about death? It's the extreme. It's the ultimate extreme that we know, and we can see. We can't see past that, which is scary. What it what is unknown? It's scary. Hmm. It's not only about zero. It's not about death. It's you can see it in politics. You can see it in religion. It's, you can see it in in business. What what is unknown? It's scary, and death is unknown. So death is scary.
0: How do we become comfortable with the idea of zero or the unknown, or the or or death or something like that? Well,
1: we never are. If mm. we are comfortable with zero, if we are comfortable with death, we won't be waging wars or 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 aiming to achieve billions and trillions of dollars in our bank accounts. We won't be aiming to that if we can really be comfortable with death or with zero.
0: It's one of the most interesting and honest answers I've ever received to, to that particular area of questions. Wow. So what do you think happens when we die? Well it's like
1: Before we are born. Can you imagine before you were born?
0: Oh my god, wow. No, I can't. Yeah, it's the same after that. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's like nothingness basically, like zero? I don't know, I've never been there. But that's your guess,
1: right? it's, It's the most probable the option hmm. like okay i've been around for like i'm 28 i've been around for 28 years but life or let's say uh, if i'm being uh with the big bang theory of uh, oh yeah and have been for 14 billion years i've been for 28 years what was before 28 years i i can't I can't say maybe it's the same after i uh. hmm.
0: so it's not really scary because it's just
1: we've been there,
0: we've been there, yeah, so it's if familiar
1: it's not it's not even familiar, it's something new it's just that something we've never experienced and and it's most probably we won't be there to experience it's a whole new other thing let's say it's a whole new other thing and uh, look at us it's a new thing here being with you having this podcast so
0: why should we be scared of that because like we were talking about earlier as well anxiety overthinking you know
1: overthinking uh, the need to be the alpha male. Being the alpha male in our society means that we know all the answers. We know everything. <laughs> we know more. We know uh, if we don't know more, others know, know less. So it's a need. We go back to the two instincts, that aggression and sexuality. Why, why this female should mate with that male if I know more? If I experienced more, I ha- I have to be the alpha. So that's it. That's why we try to grasp. We know more. I'm the alpha. I know more. You know less. That's it.
0: What would happen, you think, in a society if everyone stopped trying to, to face the instincts of the two uh, highlights of uh, Freud, you know? aggression and sexuality if everyone stopped caring what would society look like
1: love and happiness
0: you think so yeah i'm sure why are you, why are you sure about that because there's no uh, no
1: pressure anymore
0: there's jo- also meaninglessness right yeah
1: meaningless meaninglessness <laughs> yeah
0: it's a difficult uh, word yeah
1: meaninglessness yeah it's always been there we just hide uh, <laughs> we just hide. Uh, what a
0: We just hide behind our fingers. Yeah,
1: we just—it's always there. We just hide uh, Um like you said.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Then, if it's always been there and it's always gonna be there, how do we accept it, other than hiding behind our fingers, or behind objects, or any kind of thing?
1: Well, we should embrace death, embrace the unknown. We should think that there's, no matter how much you know, how much we know about existence, about non-existence, no matter how we know, there's always going to be the 99.9999% of unknown. When mm. em- when we embrace that fact, we can live.
0: Hmm. You've heard of the theory that like, we are so small, in this small world you are this dot, in this, in this world that is, is a dot in its, in its galaxy, and that galaxy is a dot in the universe and so on and so on and so on. So everything is so meaningless. But at the same time, we've also heard about how everything is so meaning, life is so meaningful. Don't feel that, that it is that way. Everything matters, everything is so beautiful, everything should be cherished and enjoyed and appreciated. How do you balance those two perspectives? Well,
1: uh, on a huge scale, on the ultimate scale, okay, we are meaningless in a vast universe. Uh, uh, although I don't know if <laughs> if we really are in a vast universe. Maybe we are in a, in a, in a I don't know, in an alien, uh, uh, I don't know. How Laboratory. To maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah. May, yeah. We, we may be. <laughs> but... For us, for now, all that uh, we see, all that we we experience, revolves around our mind, our individual mind. So all that exists exists in our mind. So if you gonna if if you wanna cherish everything and see everything as meaningful you'll have to just delete every other mind that exists and only follow your own mind that okay i'm here now everything revolves around me because my world revolves around me as as your world revolves around you and and those two ide- those two worlds are coexisting and are going in parallel so, we we can cherish everything that happens around us. Even though, even though, when we bigger the scale, it's meaningless. But we can close the close the loop. Loop. We can see from a different perspective and see that okay, everything revolves around me. So I can cherish everything.
0: Do you think we have to delete all the other perspectives in order to do that, or we can keep them as well? but just just like how we say okay that big universe exists but i'm but here to me it's also my perspective but there're also billions of other perspectives not just uh, conscious lives but also maybe creatures we're not sure yet of like dogs you know you saw my dog a second ago okay you know we're not sure we we can't really know what what dogs think or if they even think you know cuz Look, what's so cool about us is that we have the ability to communicate. I have the ability to sit down with you and talk, and to understand and explain very complex ideas, like like the, the ideas we've been having. Okay. We may not. The dog may not have this ability, but it does definitely. But sorry, sorry,
1: but the dogs too do, do communicate between uh, themselves.
0: They have a certain language, but it's a lot like our primitive language of yelling. You know.
1: Maybe we are the primitives.
0: Hmm. How so?
1: Because we, we made life more complicated for ourselves. How are we being the, the supreme or the ultimate race if our, our life is harder than
0: I don't look at the word as primitive as worse or better. Because I I, it's just the next step. I think if you gave dogs their own planet and they were the most powerful creature on that planet, they would eventually develop better ways of communicating. Maybe more complicated, but it's just the next step, Right. Would you say so?
1: I don't get your point. If we gave the dogs uh, their, their own, own planet, planet. And
0: they were the most powerful uh, creature on that planet. The one that was able, uh, able to adapt uh, uh, the quickest. It
1: depends how, how you define powerful.
0: Uh, in terms of the food chain, right? In terms of surviving and gathering but, but like we, ants. But we
1: are food to worms.
0: We are food to worms when we're dead, yes, and to big animals when we're alive. Even
1: when we're, 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 we're alive. Yeah. I can bet there's no, there's no human that don't have worm in it.
0: Hmm.
1: As much as it's a disgu- disgusting idea, we do have worms, we do have like bacteria. bacteria.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I see what you mean. I mean, like, still we're alive. Like we are not just we don't have bacteria no, no, we it, are it, made of bacteria to uh, a certain degree. I want
1: you to define the the word pow- powerful. You said food chain, but it's uh, it's
0: it's not the ones true. the ones who have spread the most the ones who have survived the longest. Well, like ants, okay. us and ants on this planet are the ones, right? Yeah,
1: and cockroaches. Well, if there's a
0: nuclear war, the cockroaches will still survive. Yeah, and then we will have giant cockroach beings that can communicate in the future. It doesn't
1: mean that... No, it's not about giant cockroaches. The way I think of it... Well, if cockroaches are immune to nuclear weapons, maybe they they have been... uh, They have been in a nuclear war. There have been a nuclear war. They survived. (laughs) They have immunity now. And they can continue. We don't.
0: Wow, that's a very interesting way of looking at it. So... Hmm.
1: And for every don't forget for every human there's a hundred thousand ant are we really dominant
0: at least in according to our perspective if we don't look at the big scale we look at our own scale well maybe
1: that's a part of hiding be- uh, behind the our finger fingers yeah. <laughs> like we are the supreme we are, we can get to the moon we can get to Mars
0: and so what how do you have this like, you have one of the most interesting perspectives I've ever heard of. Like, it's so... It's more than Buddhist. It's more than... It's just so... You have such an interesting way of dissecting reality. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have any, has anyone ever told that to you before?
1: Well, if you can count the I, <laughs> Maybe... <laughs>
0: Uh, do, do you have discussions like this regularly? Uh,
1: I've been there before, yeah. You've been there before? I, I thought about it a lot.
0: What yeah. makes you think about these things?
1: Well, it's existentialism, let's say, mm. and why I am here and for what reason.
0: It's 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 so
1: stupid, it's smart, you know? <laughs> We have to, we have to think about why we are here. Okay, I'm going to work, I'm eating, I'm reproducing, I'm going, I'm, I'm being healthy. Okay, for what? We have to ask ourselves that. And I bet everyone asks himself that. So then we have religion that says, okay, if you, there you go to heaven. There's a next level. There's a next life, okay? That makes sense. As much as it's absurd, it makes sense for humans. Okay, there's something next. There's something else. There's a next step. So that's the next step for me. Why we are here. Maybe there's no why. Maybe there's just...
0: Wow. Generally speaking, when you've thought about existentialism and this whole idea of why, what, what's the point of all this, has it helped you or hurted you in the world? Yeah,
1: light? it's hurted me because really? I wa- I was in the dark, and uh, <laughs> thinking never helps, you know.
0: I disagree. Sometimes thinking a little bit may help. <laughs> yeah, in,
1: s- in certain domain, when, you, when you're at work, thinking about some um, controlled space, let's say. Okay, it helps. Of course it does. Mm. I'm, I'm not saying that thinking doesn't help. But when you go, ultimately, uh, maybe we're not evolved enough to grasp that after thinking, ultimately, we can't go anywhere.
0: Is that why you think like my dog is more advanced, could could perhaps be more advanced than me and you? Cause it's, it's, it's this could be a defect of, of our, our personal advancement as this, this race, this human race it could be a defect that we are not now, this conscious.
1: Well, let's, let's put it that way. Is it, is overthinking smart?
0: i don't think so no.
1: okay we human we the only thing we do we overthink animals don't animals never overthink they just eat fuck shit sleep repeat that's it they never overthink so why why are we the uh, ultimate supreme race species sorry
0: wow oh i've never been told wow that is such a damn yeah then you've You've stunned me, you're right, I, I see your perspective. I guess my dog is more involved than me. It's most probable. But that's so weird then, why do I have the control of, ca- of having it as my dog with a, with a rope around its neck? You know what I mean? As well,
1: maybe it's the price the dog pays. Of, so, of so having that peaceful... Yeah, so it can be fed easily, it can be...
0: But it's not the dog's easy. choice, you know what I mean? Is it?
1: Do you have the choice of not
0: feeding your dog? Can no, you but not it's, not, I mean, it's not the dog's choice of being owned by me. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah,
1: not by you, but by a human.
0: By a human, yeah. Right? Like, this is my dog, right? If some other human tried to take my dog, I would say, hey, get away, that's my dog.
1: Yeah, it matters to you, but does it matter to you, to the dog? What do you mean? Well, if this other human wants to take your dog and feed it equally and treat it treated him or it good and take it for a walk and make, make it breed,
0: does it uh, really affect it? I guess not.
1: It but affects it, you more.
0: It affects me more because I have that personal connection. Maybe that yeah. dog... So it's your perspective, not his. But also it could be her perspective if she got used to me, you know what I mean? Well, but then she yeah. can also get used to that well, other
1: person. That's, that's the trick about dogs. It's more of an invention that we breeded in dogs so they can be man's best friend. But take cats, for example. <laughs>
0: yeah. doesn't matter to a cat. No, not at all.
1: Human never... Uh, not as much as uh, involved in dog breeding. Human never... Uh, Messed with cats? I, I don't, I can't say never, but I do know that not as much as dogs.
0: Mm. Like, there are different breeds of cats.
1: Yeah, but uh, ultimately, uh, humans interfered in dog breedings more mm. than cats. So, take cats for example, it doesn't really matter for a cat who owns it. Uh, well, I don't think anyone can own the cat. <laughs>
0: But isn't that interesting because like, look, cats were bred to just like dogs, maybe not to the extent or maybe not to the same purpose as dogs. But look at dogs, look at like wolves, right? The origin, like, you know, the German shepherd breed, right? It's like barely 100 years old. Its origin is wolf. You know what I mean? Wolf pack. They, they live as a family. Look at cats, look at lions, right? They're also like a family. You know what I mean? Like, a, like a lion is not like a cat, even when they're in the same family. True. They're, they're much more... F- they're like... It's almost more like a dog. There's something that cats were maybe bred out of.
1: Um, well, I don't know for sure. But... Uh, even for lions, how much do we know about lions? Well, we know that they are the king of the jungle, let's say. <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah, but... Uh, well, they don't even hunt. Well, the lioness hunt. Really? I didn't know that. The the lioness hunt. The lion doesn't. And he eats first. Then the lioness eats. Well, uh, well, wolves, they there's the pack. They hunt as a pack. They eat as a pack. There's the alpha. Eh, it's a bit different. Well, I'm not an uh, animal expert. I can't say for sure. Well, I can say that we do overthink more than all of the other animals. Maybe it's different for ants and bees.
0: Do you see no benefit to overthinking?
1: Uh, for everything, there's benefit. Yeah, no, and there is benefit. Of course, there is. But it depends. It depends on what scale you project it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, wow. There is benefit for our social life, yeah there is. But ultimately,
0: no. Well, then why would it even be a benefit if it's not ultimately if it doesn't lead to an Because we live
1: benefit? in a society and our existence and our survival depends on how we live in this society.
0: Okay. Wow. Okay, you're, you're breaking my mind today. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. You're shattering my perspective. I have to I have to reflect and think about all this shit and listen to this episode probably and just... Okay, all right. If you could be an alien, you said earlier that we are all... We could be old in like an like alien's laboratory or something like that, right? Mm. If you could create your own... Like you had a little... Let's say as a child, you're... We were being raised, right? And your mom bought you this thing at the store. Create your own uh, planet, creatures, races, uh, beings, and whatever. And you could create whatever you wanted to create. What would you create with the people, the beings, the the creatures in this ball, your toy, your playground? Ball. And what would you? How would you ing- engineer them mentally?
1: Whoa! Uh, I never thought about it. How could I engineer? Well. Hmm to be to be humane <laughs> I won't let them have a conscience. You won't. You no, know, I won't. And then it would be so boring. Like they would only be eating, sleeping, fucking shitting. That's it.
0: Then why so be it humane? Be boring. Why be humane? You know, it's a fun game to play.
1: Uh, why be humane? Cause if I I don't know. If I don't want to be humane, if I want to make things complicated, and interesting, and evil, let's say, okay, that would take so much time and commitment. I don't know if I want to be committed to such an experim- experiment.
0: Maybe you did decide to go that direction, but you just gave up and left that experiment to continue to run on your desk. And you just well,
1: uh, that, that what, Uh, what i think about god like (laughs) he created us and okay fuck it i I don't have the energy anymore (laughs) to, to, to see those folks go going through it let's fuck it let's leave it there and see what happens after a couple of billions of years that that's how i think about god well it's not interesting it's not interesting to I have my own life. Why I should be interested in creating a life and observe it and control it and see it through?
0: Well, it depends on what your life is about, right? Like, let's say my life might be about studying animals. Why are animals interesting? Why, what's so interesting about seeing an animal live, shit, uh, fuck, whatever? You know what I mean? Eat, sleep. Uh, what's so interesting? It's, it depends on the person and what he finds or she finds interesting, right? That's what is, What true. makes your life meaningful?
1: what makes life meaningful Nothing. Uh,
0: are those things it's those things what things like uh a, like a passion for let's say animals to, to learn about animals and to understand about this specific area of animals or let's say it is to understand a specific sport or to think and contemplate in a certain direction or to have this job that you really give a fuck about or to have these people that you really like and you want to spend time with them and you want to be a good to them and you know what I mean? It's those things. It just depends. The balance of each thing is different to each one and the combinations and all that and the variables.
1: Yeah, but to what to what end?
0: The end you mentioned earlier, to enjoy it all. Enjoying... Just to do it, because you can. You know? Just
1: to f- see it through, you mean.
0: Yeah. And enjoy it while you see through it at the same time.
1: Well, that means I'm so lonely. If I, w- I want to create a life, And see it through. That means I'm lonely. I just want something to entertain. No?
0: I guess there are all kinds of forms of entertainment. But why do you say you're so lonely? I'm not
1: saying I am lonely. I'm saying that if I want to create a life. And see it through. Mm. And engineering. That means I'm lonely. I don't have anything else to do. It's because it it takes. I have to be so much committed to it to see it through to see the details to see how this reacts to this and what happens and the, how the process will be
0: why do you see it as lonely? because uh, damn it I don't have anything else to do why, is there, what is more important? you know why do we always have to have something more important to do? Then why isn't it just enough to do that for example?
1: to create something? yeah and see it through? yeah because you're creating a sub level, so if you're creating a sub level, the level what is it what what's the level that you're living at if if you're alone if you're uh, we're we're talking about God let's say who created this life let's say and wants to see it through, but is it this sub-level it's the only thing that existing in the, in the level you know sub-level level
0: ah, can you please try and explain my mind is about the shadows so, <laughs> okay. so please try and explain it again one more okay. time for we're more.
1: talking about me mm-hmm. creating a life okay right and engineering it. and see it through okay the, okay what w- what is the most the uh, current 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 currency that I w- I'm paying.
0: Your time.
1: Exactly. So
0: I don't have anything else to do with my time. Why? But my, my question is, why do you have to have something more important to do? Why isn't anything good enough? You know what I mean? What if, let's say, you can do in this earth a million things, you can be president, let's say, <clears throat> i have this button and i can press it and i can make you anything okay but you don't have to press this button you decide hey i'm just gonna take a walk today and i'm just gonna keep walking eating here and drinking there keep walking beating new people whatever keep walking going walk to different places keep walking and eventually fall down and get eaten by worms and go to sleep forever okay But why would you not press that button? Why would someone in that particular situation, let's just say in this particular example, decide not to press that button and keep walking? Mm -hmm. When he could try all the different things with his time, he decides to do, let's say, this particular thing.
1: Well, because it's an option. It's there. Someone will have to, not will have, but someone will take it, will take that option. and Never press that button.
0: So if everyone takes their own option, no one is really, I guess, wasting their time on anything better if everyone is choosing the options that, you know, they want to choose subconsciously uh, or consciously. uh, Okay.
1: Okay. It's the better word that complicates things. It's okay. It's not better, but it's another thing. Yeah. Okay. If you remove the better word from the equation, from the sentence. It's more peaceful. Okay, it's not better, but it's another option.
0: It's not really... I don't know, I just don't see how it's a waste of time. I don't think anything, in my opinion, is ever a waste of time. True, true. Right? Yeah. Even the most horrible to the best things, or whatever. It's not a waste of time. It's always just another part of the story. It's like a movie we're watching, right? just, oh, this is a really sad scene. or Even a really bad movie, you can't say it's a bad movie. It's just... That experience of this director to create this particular scene.
1: Even being a bad movie will
0: teach you. Yeah. It'll teach you something. Yeah. If your goal is to make better movies. Exactly. If you, if, you don't, if you don't have a goal, according to other standards of movies, then it doesn't really fucking matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, man, you're, make, you're making me even now talk in this, <laughs> <laughs> in this weird way now. Man. Have you ever had a conversation like um, about... Do you find it difficult to talk about death with other people?
1: Well, some people get scared. Like, do you have suicidal thoughts?
0: Mm, that's what—that's the immediate assumptions people yeah. make when you begin to talk about this yeah. topic.
1: And I think to myself, I, n- I rarely say, who doesn't? Mm, yeah. But there's always something that stops you. It depends what is for each person. But... It's 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 not about that. It's not about suicide. We're all gonna die anyway. So why are you going through suicide? But Let's finish you, the movie. well for fuck's sake you're missing the point. You're talking about I'm talking about something more mind expanding expanding, sorry. And you're worried about me suiciding. If I want to get suicide, I won't be talking right now. No.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's sad. But you, I understand. You also have to understand where that perspective comes from, right? Yeah, yeah, from society. Is it from society? Okay, let's 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 try and dis- dissect it even further. Or is it from fear of talking about? Okay, where does that come from? So why does society have that? You know, as a natural thing that we say. You know what I mean? Where Where is the origin of that train of thought? Yeah, because talking sh- about existence? yeah,
1: because. She- let's say that a shepherd always tries to hurt his flock no to keep his livestock like society is the shepherd it teaches us to keep going in a certain way to keep on living to keep on wanting to live in a certain way so when something close to a suicidal thought appears goes like uh, a red light you know An <laughs> alert Next alert, channel, next channel. alert yeah <laughs> uh, you can't you can't think mm. this way you, you are you are thinking about suicide no you can't die you, you have your your role to play in, in the society you have to keep on going you have you know it's uh, society is the shepherd it, it exists as long as it, uh, as the individuals exist so suicide. is is a taboo, you you can't think about it, so it's just a red light, it's an alert, like,
0: don't no, don't go there But do you see, uh, do you think this alert could be useful in any way or do you think it's more damaging? It depends
1: it's useful and it's, it's no, it's not damaging, but uh, yeah, it's useful for society, as I said for the shepherd. For the fluctu- for the person who's
0: controlling it all, it's useful.
1: It, it, it's not about the person as much as the system. The system is built in a way to keep on going. Everything is built in. As humans, we are shaped in a way to keep on surviving. The system is a projection of our human way. The system has to keep on surviving, so maybe we can know what's next maybe we can live through what's next as a society, as a system. So, For the system to go there, to go where it thinks it might go, it has to continue. And it can't continue if everybody is thinking about suiciding.
0: All right, then. Okay, so if the negative direction of, let's say, our current system the one that says, don't think about this topic, even though a lot of people, let's say everyone, has that thought at least once in their lifetime. What is the topic or thought process they want to encourage in everyone, the system?
1: Sexuality and aggression. Hmm. Keep on going, keep on breathing, keep on living. Stay alive. There's heaven. There's hell. Keep on living this way the way we want you the way the systems want you the system wants you to live that way because if you live that way if everybody lived that way the system would go on
0: Ahmad you're right everything is a loop we've come yeah. back to the beginning Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wow wow that's that's is that scary okay like you know like let's say like for example this episode is almost om- will is almost done like there's still like a couple minutes right but knowing that this episode is going to be done right it's happening now but i know eventually it's not we're not going to be doing this anymore sitting talking maybe one day we'll get together and talk right but why do i feel afraid i know we talked about fear but like why am i afraid you know what i mean what's what's scary about losing this current moment I'm in right now, this exact second.
1: Because you're on the on ground and you feel this ground is shattering beneath your feet. <laughs> th- th- that's <laughs> what, what I was talking about, the unknown. When you think about the unknown and when you feel the unknown is close to you, you feel like the ground beneath your feet is shattering. There's no more ground under your feet, so you feel scared. What's the reference? Wh- what am I standing on? There's nothing. I'm in space. I'm in vacuum. I'm in nothingness. I'm I'm at the zero. So that's scary. Or our beliefs are the ground we stand upon. When someone comes and talks and we feel that his talk is sh- shattering the ground beneath our feet we get scared that's where religion comes in and when you attack someone's religion, someone religious, when you attack its religion and you, you you put your finger on, on where it's bullshit, when you point out the bullshit, he, he gets aggression and that's why aggression is half our instincts, because we need to protect our ground, because if you can't stand on a, on a solid ground, you can't push. If, if, and if you can't push, you can't go anywhere. That means you're nowhere. And being nowhere means you're you're not going anywhere. And not going anywhere means it's all bullshit. It's all for nothing. Are you so. sure
0: that's what happens when the ground breaks? Because let's say the ground breaks under me, right? And I'm like I'm beginning to sink in the sea, right? I, this, someone broke my ground. Came broke my ground through a rock. Put his finger in the most sensitive crack on my little ground. Can't I find another ground to jump on, or can't? There's always, you know, I can float on my body on t- to a certain point before I drown, right? Well, there's, there's, you can maybe find shards and put them together and form. a You new can, ground.
1: you can. It takes time. It takes maybe it takes seconds. Maybe it takes years. You can. Uh get another ground, let's say, but the ultimate solution is to embrace it, as I said before, to embrace it, and that's where you find love and happiness. You'll find that yourself and everybody else are floating in nothingness, and it's a uh, exciting and it's a beautiful vision <laughs> to see everybody around you floating in nothingness and peace and love and happiness
0: well ahmed this has been one of the most fascinating conversations of my life and all i can say is i hope we can all float in happiness peace and nothingness mr rape signing off